Hey friend, are you swamped with scheduling, bogged down by bookings, or overwhelmed with managing your social media? This message is for you. I would love to introduce you to my secret weapon, StyleSmart VA. This is a company of virtual assistants literally designed by hairstylists for hairstylists. I found them through an interview right here on the podcast, and then shortly after found myself booking a discovery call because I was drowning in administrative tasks and needed help. It's been a few months now, and I can't tell you how much my VA has changed my life. No joke, friends. I am such a believer in StyleSmart VA that I decided to bring them in as an episode sponsor here on the show. Listen, as creatives, our focus should be on the clients and our craft. And now that I have my virtual assistant, I can devote more of my time to exactly that. The beauty of hiring a VA through StyleSmart is that they come to you already trained and able to seamlessly step into your business. From managing appointments and client communications to handling your social media presence, StyleSmart virtual assistants free you up to concentrate on your clients. And that's a change your clients will notice and appreciate. I mean, can we say elevating your perceived value? So when you're ready to level up in your business and take some weight off your shoulders, head on over to StyleSmartVA.com and book a free discovery call today. You'll also find the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. StyleSmart VA, empowering beauty professionals to focus on what they do best. Well, hey there, friend. Welcome back to the Your Hair Mentor podcast. I'm your host and your hair mentor, Crystal Green. And this week, we're diving into hard water issues. What the heck does that mean? Why do you care? Do you know if you have it? And all those things. So first and foremost, I want to ask you, what is hard water? Do you know what that means? Basically, I'm going to try to keep this as simple as possible for you, but basically that means that there are minerals and potential metals in your water that can build up on stuff like your hair or your skin or your bathtub or your toilet. I'm sure you've been somewhere before where you've experienced the pinkish coating that can get on your bathtub or your toilet or the ring around your toilet that seems to occur more easily in some houses than others. And the same thing can happen on your hair. So let's talk about what that means for your hair. So first and foremost, there are some signs that you've got hard water on your hair. Sometimes it's not as obvious as like the the pink stuff in your bathtub. Maybe it's not bad enough to show up there, but it is bad enough to be on your hair. So you need to be on the lookout for things like an itchy, flaky scalp that you never really had issues with that before, dry, brittle hair, tangly hair, frizzy hair, hair breakage, um, hair discoloration, There can be changes when it comes to coloring your hair with uh, hard water deposits. Basically, all of these signs and symptoms 
can be related back to hard water. I've seen this firsthand in the salon and on myself. And even more so recently, I feel like this kind of goes back to that conversation that I was having about sulfates. Um, Because I'll get to that in a minute. But uh, basically, as the industry has kind of changed and hair products have gotten softer, we still have hard water everywhere. And even though technology to help Um, ease the effects of hard water has gotten better, we're still experiencing issues with our scalp and our hair. So um, the most recent story I have that kind of like took me for a surprise uh, is a friend of mine here in Reno. Actually, she lives in Sparks, Nevada. And um, I'd been doing her hair for a couple years prior to this incident. And we'd always kind of kept her, she's naturally dark. And we've kept her in like a caramely tone family of highlights. Well, finally, for her birthday last year, she wanted to go like icy, violety toned with some highlights, which based on her uh, hair level and the health of her hair, in my opinion, in my professional opinion, I was like, yeah, we could totally get you there. That should be a no brainer. She had no artificial pigment on her hair. Anyway, um, from a professional standpoint, I was like, yeah, we could totally get you there. So I go through the service with her and we highlight her hair and I tone it. And it's like this beautiful, violety, kind of rosy highlighted color. And we took pictures and went out for her birthday and it was amazing. And less than 48 hours later, mind you, she had not even washed her hair yet. Her hair color started to change. And she called me and she's like, dude, I don't know what is different with my hair, but like, I swear it's like turning this weird orangey pink color. And in my head, I'm like, no way, girl. Like you're just seeing it in a different light or whatever. So she sends me a picture and I'm like, holy shit, that looks dramatically different. What the heck's going on? Now I'm going to go back to the products that I used on her. I was using a hair color, a demi-permanent color to put over her highlights that was from a brand that is mostly organic and very soft and subtle. And so, you know, I hadn't been using it that long and I had not specifically used that formulation yet. And so my first inkling was like, Hmm, maybe something in that color, like just oxidized weird. And maybe it's just not as trusted as some of these other brands I've used before. And so I was like, come back. I basically will take that toner off of your hair in a nice, gentle way, and then we'll use something that I used to use that's kind of like an old faithful that's been around forever that I know how that one acts. I know how it lasts. And so that's what we did. And so we toned it again, and I actually put even a little more of a violety cool hue in it just to kind of neutralize it even more and take it a step farther. It looks great. She leaves after one or two washes, she sends me another picture and is like, dude, look at my hair again. And I'm like, oh my God, it is back to that like weird, um, rosy, orangey tone. And so now I'm thinking, what the heck is going on here? I'm like, okay, I got to put on my hairstylist thinking cap. Like what could be happening here? And the only thing we could think of is like, there's got to be something 
she's either doing at home or something that's on her hair that's reacting with these color molecules. And so I ask her, and I've never asked her this before because it's never posed an issue for me before. And I ask her, do you think you have hard water? And so she's like, hang on a sec, let me ask my husband. And it was like two seconds later, she gets a text. I get a text back that's like all caps. And it's like, yes, extremely hard water. And so I'm like, hmm, okay. Because it makes sense to me that if she's got something coating her hair, it could potentially be having a a longer chemical reaction than something that we're just seeing in the salon. Typically, when we do a color service in the salon, at the end of the service, the chemical reaction is done. Your hairstylist uses a shampoo and a conditioner on you, and that conditioner should neutralize any effects of the chemical process, and it should be like totally stopped. Nothing should be happening still. But with uh, minerals and metals built up in your hair, there could be lingering effects of those things happening and doing things with chemicals. And so I'm like, hmm, it sounds like you've got a hard water issue. And she doesn't use any styling products on her hair. She doesn't do anything where she doesn't go swimming. She doesn't sauna. um, So there's no other reason there should be buildup. So have her come back again. And now I do a hard water cleanse on her hair because I'm thinking, okay, we got to tackle this underneath the color before we do anything else, or it's just going to turn out weird again. So I do a hard water cleanse on her hair with some products I'll mention to you in a second. And then we do the color and it lasts longer, but it's still not perfect because she's washing her hair with this mineral rich water at home. And so it's kind of slowly pulling that chemical reaction onto her hair again. Now, mind you, it did last a lot longer once we did that. And so that was like our aha moment that like, clearly this is affecting your hair color. And this is the first time I've seen it change a hair color as much as it did after the color was done. Typically in the salon, you'll notice a hard water issue when you're trying to color someone's hair and it's like lifting weird or turning strange colors or just not doing generally what the professional would expect it to do. It kind of cues us into like, hmm, something's coating your hair. But this was just an odd one. Like it was after the fact that it had continued to change. And so since then, I've encountered so many people that are struggling with what turns out to be hard water issues, whether it's their blonde oxidizing and turning yellow and weird colors later, and not because it wasn't lifted blonde enough or because it wasn't toned properly. It's because it's got like a reactive product on it that's going to oxidize over time. Now, when I say oxidize, think about rust. You know, you see an old piece of metal out somewhere and it starts to get rusty. What that is, is that metal is oxidizing. And all that means is those little particles on the metal are behaving a certain way with oxygen in the air. So it's a chemical reaction that's happening there. And the outcome is that it changes colors. So that's exactly what I'm talking about when it comes to your hair. So these minerals, these metals on your hair can oxidize and turn certain colors. In fact, I have another story of an old client of mine back in Chico who had this beautiful blonde hair that I literally did for years. So I know this girl's hair super well. Well, she buys this new house or old house new to her out in this uh, valley 
and has all of the pipes replaced in her house, all copper pipes. She moves in her house. I see her a few weeks later for a touch-up. Her blonde was green, like been swimming in the pool all year long, like a second grader green. (laughs) And I was like, oh my gosh, what is going on with your hair? And so I think it took us like a visit or two to figure out what it was, but basically those copper pipes in her house were oxidizing and they were putting copper molecules out into the water that were then turning green in her hair. Just like you could see copper out in the wild on a building, it turns green over time when it oxidizes. And so it's like the same thing just on her hair. And so once we figured that out, literally the only answer for her was to wash her hair with distilled water in her sink at home. Then and only then did her blonde stay blonde crazy, right? Now let's go back to my friend that I was talking about with the violety hues in her hair. For her, she's like, man, I'm not going to um, wash my hair with distilled water. I'm just not going to do that. I don't care enough to do that. And so uh, basically she just kind of gave up on the idea of being super pale, violety blonde with her highlights. And now she lives in kind of a softer, little more caramely tone. And although it still has that little bit of a rosy orangey hue to it, uh, you don't notice it as much because the hair is not lightened as much. So the, the product is still on her hair. The minerals are still on her hair, but it's just not as obvious. Um, so those are just some examples of some struggles that you can have with hard water. And so what do you do about this, right? That sounds awful, right? You don't want green hair. You don't want rosy orange hair unless that's what you're going for or um, hair color struggles. Um, There is a whole house water softener system that you can get if you're on a well or um, actually, I think you can get it in city water too. I'm not actually certain about that, but I know if you're on a well, you can get a, a water softener system put on your house. But here's the thing about that. I swear this is like a double-edged sword, you guys. Um, a water softener system typically uses a form of salt to neutralize the minerals and the metals in the water. Now, when you do that, it makes it so that those little minerals and those little metals are not as attracted to your hair. They're attracted to the salt. And so the idea is they rinse down the drain, but then what you're left with is a ton of salt in the water. What does salt do to your hair? Well, salt can dry out your hair, make your hair tangly, make it brittle. It can fade your hair color. It can do a whole host of things as well. And so it's like, which one do you go with, right? You've got, you know, the devil over here, or the devil over there. It just depends on, I guess, where you're at with your hair color and your goal and your journey and whether or not you want to wash your hair with distilled water in the sink. And now distilled water has nothing in it, right? There's no ions living in it. There's no salt in it. There's no metals in it. There's nothing to react with your hair. So it's pretty simple, but just kind of a pain in the butt. Now there are other, um, whole house systems that use, I think it's potassium, but as far as I understand, it's really expensive. So most people don't do that. And honestly, there's probably some sort of problem that having extra potassium would have um, on your hair. So that's probably just not the best solution. Now, there are things you can do that are um, treatments to 
get the hard water out of your hair or keep it from building up in your hair, but those do take a little work. And um, instead of having a separate product spotlight section today in this episode, I'm going to just kind of tie it all together because I feel like that would just make this really cohesive and nice for you. So I'm going to talk about a few products that I personally use and I personally know about that help remove hard water buildup in your hair. And I'm going to give you a few ingredients to look for so that you can find them in other products. And then when you see them, you'll be like, oh, that's why that's there. Okay. So first and foremost, there's a company called Malibu. I think it's called Malibu C. Yeah, Malibu C. And this company specializes in these cool little treatment packages. They've grown in the last couple of years and they have like shampoos and conditioners. I don't think they have any styling products, but really, truly their company is focused on these little packets. And what these packets are, most of them have some form of vitamin C in them. And um, they're designed to target specific buildup problems. So for example, they have one called hard water. The hard water packet is going to have an appropriate concentration of ascorbic acid, which is vitamin C in there to treat things like magnesium and calcium. And I think a little bit of, um, it's called like ferrous iron and maybe potentially some other, um, metallic buildup, but specifically hard water stuff. And then they have another one that's called like swimmers and swimmers hair is a similar problem to what we're talking about with hard water buildup, but instead of calcium and magnesium buildup in the hair, it's chlorine. So it's the same idea. It's like something bonding and building up in your hair. And so they make a swimmers packet as well. That's formulated specifically to remove chlorine in your hair. And so I'm going to turn over this packet here and I'm going to read to you what the ingredients are. So the first ingredient is glucose, which is sugar. And as far as I understand, that is more there for, um, the right texture of the product. When you mix it, it kind of makes this like, um, gelatinous kind of situation, a little sticky sticks to your hair and then ascorbic acid. Now that ascorbic acid is the vitamin C. Um, and so these little packets are full of that stuff. There's some other ingredients in there. One I'll get to in a minute, but most of them you're going to be like, I don't care what that is. I don't need to know whatever. And then, um, there's old school, a chelating shampoo, which a chelating shampoo used to be something we would only recommend for swimmers hair because that's what it was originally formulated for. And the term chelating means it's literally removing these minerals from your hair, i.e. chlorine, but it also works really good for hard water. It's not just a clarifying shampoo. Let me just be very specific about that. This is not something that's just going in and like trying to strip out all the oils and anything else from your hair and make it squeaky clean. It's actually targeted specifically to remove those ionic things that are stuck to your hair, like little magnets on your hair. And so chelating shampoo is a great tool. It's very mellow very mild. It's going to be a much mellower solution than those little packets I was just talking about. And then there's this new category of products. Um, I've only used this one specifically from color. Wow. And it's called dream filter, but there are other companies that make these as well. Um, the stuff is in a spray bottle. It looks like water and it has ingredients in it that are going to attract 
those metals and those minerals out of your hair and then get rinsed down the drain. So it's basically like a water softener in a bottle. Um, and you spray it on your hair before you get in the shower and then you, it just has to sit for like five minutes. So I'll spray it in and then like get ready to get in the shower. By the time I get in, it's been five minutes and then you just wash your hair like normal. And so the idea is it's going to pull those things out and kind of create a clean slate for your hair. Because here's the thing. If your hair has hard water buildup on it, not only is a chemical process going to do weird things, but you have like a physical barrier on your hair. So not even shampoo can fully penetrate into there. Conditioner cannot fully penetrate. And so as you you know keep doing your hair and you have this hard water buildup, you might feel like your hair is getting more and more brittle more and more dry, more and more tangly. And you're like, why is this happening? And I'm using all these wonderful products. Basically, they're not able to penetrate because there's like a film covering your hair. And so you really have to remove those hard water deposits before your hair can absorb any sort of nutrients or moisture. So like for me, I use that color wow dream filter spray on the days that I know I'm going to do a treatment conditioner. Actually, I do color wow spray and I get in the shower. Then I do my purple shampoo because I really want a nice clean slate to do the purple shampoo. I let that do its magic on my blonde. And then I use a nice treatment conditioner. And when I do that, I feel like my hair is softer. It responds better to the purple shampoo and it just feels better in general. So you have to have a clean slate, right? Okay, so you've got your chelating shampoo, you've got your sprays, you've got your little packets. Now, I mentioned that there's another ingredient in some of these things that um, you'll find in other products as well that actually keeps the minerals from bonding to your hair. Now, when I say bonding, think about it like a magnetic pull. You know how on a magnet there's like a positive end and a negative end, and if you put two negatives together, they repel each other, but if you put a positive and a negative together, they like suck together and stick together. That's what's happening with these things in your hair. Your hair is attracting these little minerals and metals, and they're magnetically stuck to your hair. And so if you can put something on your hair that's going to negate that charge or that attraction, then you won't get as many of those little minerals and metals that are going to stick to your hair in the first place. So the ingredient that you're going to look for, and I'm going to read this real quick so I get it right, it's called disodium EDTA. EDTA is in capital letters. I have seen this in leave-in conditioners. I have seen this in shower conditioners. I've seen this in styling products. I've seen it in a lot of different things. And basically what this stuff do, does, it does, <laughs> it does all sorts of things, Fran. Um, it coats your hair in a very slight film that um, doesn't allow those things to bond to your hair as quickly. And so it's not a protectant in the sense of being like a heat protector or UV protector. It's like a mineral protector in your hair and it shouldn't build up. It should be very water soluble. You don't have to worry about it, like um, getting stuck to your hair or anything like that. But if you find a product that has that disodium EDTA in it, that's good news. And actually, as I'm saying this out loud, it makes me realize that um, the fact that it starts with a disodium um, probably is similar to the water softener that is sodium, also salt. 
It's all related, man. Um, oh, and then I was going to say the talk about the sulfate shampoo. So get this as I'm, I'm like researching all this stuff to make sure I've got my, you know, eyes dotted and my T's crossed. Um, I'm reading all of these different, like sodium salt information things. And it reminds me of the conversation I had about sulfate shampoos. Let's revisit that again. What is a sulfate based shampoo? It has salts in it. And so what do salts do? They neutralize minerals, they neutralize metals. And so that they're not sticking and bonding to your hair the same. And so again, I feel like it just makes so much sense that so many people are struggling with quote unquote, hard water problems these days, like their scalp issues, their hair being brittle and all that stuff. And then all of us are using sulfate free shampoo which reminds me, I actually did a little market research for you and I purchased a sulfate shampoo, which by the way, is really hard to find, you know, cause everything these days is sulfate free. And so I went to target and I found there were only two on the shelf. Um, one was from herbal essences and the other one is, um, oh shoot, I don't have the bottle in front of me. L'Oreal. It's L'Oreal, I believe. Um, doesn't matter. It's a cheapo shampoo, three bucks. It has sulfate in it. And the reason I chose uh, one versus the other is the herbal essences. One that had sulfates in it, had a bunch of other moisturizing ingredients in it. And it was a milky opaque texture or consistency rather. And I don't like that for my hair. I like uh, shampoo to be clear so that it's going to be as lightweight as possible. So I bought it. I used a sulfate shampoo on my hair and you know what? I've used it four times now because I feel like I need to do that to actually understand how it's behaving and working. And I'm happy to report it's not that bad. Um, it did not make my hair feel crazy squeaky clean. Like I thought it was going to, um, it didn't make it feel dry or brittle, but I will say I had to use like a quarter of the bottle just to get my hair clean instead of like, you know, a regular dime size amount of the professional shampoo. So if anything, I feel like you're just, you're going to use it up quicker and maybe end up spending the same amount if you would have just gotten a concentrated professional shampoo later, um, sulfates aside. But yeah, I, uh, I was relatively surprised that it wasn't that bad actually. And so I'm not trying to say that everyone should be using a sulfate shampoo. I don't know that I want to make that statement, but I just want you to like, you know, think about it and use your brain and like maybe try it out. If you're really struggling with scalp problems or brittle hair or anything like that, shoot, maybe try it. Cause in my opinion, especially that one, um, that I used, it really did not make my hair feel like it was like super thirsty or really dehydrated or anything like that. So, um, I don't know that I would have been able to tell the difference when my hair was clean, honestly. Uh, so anyway, hard water, hard problems. It is a struggle and it is real. And, oh, that's what else I was going to tell you. Um, probably the, the biggest thing with all of this is most of us have some sort of color in our hair these days. And I read on a bunch of different articles that stated that if you color treat your hair, it is more likely to be affected by hard water. 
Now, I think that's because when you color your hair, A, you're making it more porous to begin with, and B, you're like adding stuff into your hair that could have more of a potential ionic charge. And so those artificial color molecules that are shoved in there could be more magnetic in a sense and attract those minerals and those hard water deposits more. Crazy, right? It just, you know, I feel like no one talked about this when we were kids and it seems really prevalent now. So I don't think our water is getting harder. I think our cleansers are getting softer and, um, I don't know. I guess we're all coloring our hair these days. So anyway, um, that is my little spiel for the day on hard water. I don't know if it really has a happy ending at this point. I guess here's a takeaway for you. If you feel like you have hard water, try a sulfate shampoo, <laughs> um, or get yourself some of the hard water treatment products that I mentioned. I will have links in the show notes below and the worst case scenario, the hardest case scenario is get yourself some distilled water and try washing your hair with distilled water to see if you notice a difference. And beyond that, that's all I know at this point. If I find any more information, obviously I will share it with you um, because I personally struggle with this myself. So I am right there with you, my friend. And if you are more of a visual person, I will have this week's weekly freebie link below, which will be a breakdown in a um, PDF or a downloadable visual of some sort for you of all the different products I talked about and the ways to discern whether or not you have hard water and what that might look like. I'll just put this all in pretty form for those that are interested. So make sure you check out um, yourhairmentor.com forward slash weekly freebie. And uh, that's all I have for you today, my friends. I need to go because I need to wake up my cute little boy from his nap and get back to mom life. And summer's about to hit here. So woo, this is my last... Uh, little hurrah before my daughter's out of school. So I'm gonna go make good use of it. I hope you have a wonderful day and I really hope I get to see you next week, my friend. And I don't have a sign off yet. So we're going to stick with the old goodbye. Hey friend, Crystal here, and I've got something special for you. That's too good to miss. Introducing the wildly popular Confident Conversations Bootcamp, where we unlock the three secret stylist skills that attract clients who pay. In just three classes, we'll transform how you communicate, connect, and turn every conversation in the salon into a formula for high-paying clients. It's not magic, it's mastery of words, presence, and the kind of confidence that turns heads. So why sign up? Because mastering these skills means more than just full books. It's about crafting a career that's as rewarding financially as it is creatively. We're talking quality clients who value your expertise and are happy to pay you for it. And the best part, it's completely free. You heard right. It's my gift to you, friend. So if you're ready to elevate your behind the chair game and attract the clientele you've always dreamed of, this boot camp is your first step. Spaces are limited, and trust me, friend, you don't want to miss out on this transformation. So head on over to www.yourhairmentor.com to secure your spot today. Let's make sure that your talent is undeniable and your chair the hottest ticket in town. Cheers to clients who pay and a career that slays. I cannot wait to see you at the Confident Conversations Bootcamp, my friend.